Hello. Welcome to the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to hear the pastors talk about the upcoming preaching texts. And I'm so glad to be with our friends today. I'm Pastor Eric. I'm Pastor Megan. And I'm Pastor Kevin. Yes, you are. We're all here. Hi. Hey, friends. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's already been a day, but we're glad to be with you. Hey, yes. I keep my, my kids every once in a while will say, oh, dad, I'm so excited for when I get to have a phone just like you. And I'm like, no, you don't want one. <laughs> you don't know what you're asking for, no, kid. Because then you have to deal with, you have to respond to all the things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because the things, gonna... the things know how to find you. That's the problem. <laughs> they're going to say, then you have to listen to podcasts. Yeah! <laughs> you have to listen to your pastors. Have to, have to <laughs> wow. get to, get Pastor to. Eric. Wow. Get to. Wow. <laughs> I, I, there is somebody I know uh, at Easter who has told me a couple times that their weekly pattern is to listen to our podcast while they clean their bathroom and i was like oh. i'm gonna make sure to mention that at some point yes <laughs> glad we can help you i think there's a there's uh, a joke in there someplace right. i think <laughs> miss something on the handles there yeah, yeah. right right I remember remember a little uh, microfiber on the on the mirror so yes it's a nice yes touch. there yes. you go see there that's you know. the <laughs> wow we are to help <laughs> <laughs> we got cleaning tips for you too. Yeah, this is hey. wow. We'll, okay. we'll move to the kitchen next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, that's funny because we're actually in the middle of a series hey, on building yes. the future. Transition. Right? Look at that. See, nice. see where I went there. Trying to sell, trying to help. Trying it to all help. fits together. Um, but this series actually has been very thoughtful because each place we've been, we've seen how God continues to build us up together. And if there's anything that we've been seeing and I think it's our prayer that you've been seeing too is that we've had a number of people coming to Easter lately to worship for the first time. Mm-hmm. How important to have eyes to see that. We've been having great energy during worship. Baptisms and celebrations of uh, people going out to global mission service, sending and receiving back students, uh, missionaries who have been going out for service across the United States this summer. Um, VBS has been off the charts wow has been meeting which is our women on wednesday program for bible study i mean what have you guys been seeing to see that energy around here and this is all great stuff and like i know we could tell kind of the story of like oh we're finally getting back to post covid or pre or pre-covid things after so first of all um covid's still happening there's no mm-hmm. post-covid world secondly um What if it's not just like we're getting back to how things are? What if God is doing a new thing, right? I don't want to. I don't want to just get back to what we had. There were good things that I will always celebrate. That will always be a part of our character. That will always be a part of God's mission in this specific place. We're never going to lose that. But I want to go back to something i want to i want to keep moving forward into the mm-hmm. into the work that god calls us yeah. to right so to, to look at those things vbs being huge all these amazing mission trips worship being full of energy and and longtime people and brand new people um gosh i think god is up to something new yeah 
and and I I can't get over the triple baptisms, and I believe that we have a, a quadruple baptism day coming up here. I think that's isn't that this that, Sunday? Is this a, yes. This is the quadruple this baptism Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Talk about God doing a new thing. All these new uh, brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. And it's through our ministry, our shared ministry here at Easter, that we're see, able to see that happening. That is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and just as a note too, if you want to talk about new things and leaning into the future, just a reminder, folks, that uh, starting on September 10th, our worship schedule changes from our summer schedule into our fall schedule. So starting September 10th, which is in a couple weeks, right? So just heads up is all. Uh, contemporary worship at the lake at 9 and 10:30 will have moved indoors by then, um, and then traditional worship at the hill at 9:45. Um, and just know too that you can go online and sign your kiddos up for Jam uh, Jesus and Me. That's our Sunday school program. Age three through fifth grade. So lots of space for your kids to both be in worship and do more learning. Keep an eye on your mail and on the website because friends, we have all sorts of fun stuff coming up this yeah. fall. Everyone's check out been, the vine. oh, check out the vine. Find check, it online. Check out the adult mm-hmm. ministry flyer. I mean, just awesome mm-hmm. stuff going on. So yeah, this is yeah. this is new stuff. Yep. This is things, these are things to look forward to, to be excited about. I always like to remind you, these are things planned for you. If you can hear our voice, it's planned <laughs> for you and to invite your your family, friends, and neighbors. Um, that you know, the, God is doing a new thing. There are exciting things happening. It's um, yeah, progression just continues as God continues to build and and work through our ministry and through each of your gifts. Um, so just remember to invite people to join you, but just know also that that's all for you. That uh, we're trying to build each other up in faith here at Easter Lutheran Church. Mm-hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the ways we want to build you up this week is we want to read from the book of Hebrews with you. So we invite you to grab a Bible if you have one, or you can just hear these words of promise. But it's important to hear as we get into the book of Hebrews. We've we've visited this book, I feel like, a few times over the summer. I'm trying to yeah, remember. Yeah, uh, I would have to go back and look at texts. But we've mm-hmm. been mostly bouncing around uh, some of these epistle texts, mm-hmm. right? Which is is meaningful because a epistle is fancy church talk for a letter um, and, and it's all these letters from uh, teachers and leaders in faith to the people doing the day-to-day work of being church and most of them are letters of encouragement like helping to redirect helping to teach but mostly a lot of encouragement right and I think that's part of the reason why the epistles have so much really good stuff for us today is because it's 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 almost like it's speaking to us too not, not almost exactly um, it is a letter written to we who continue to need encouragement, who continue to need direction, who continue to get frustrated and angry and fight with each other like normal people do, Mm -hmm. um, and need someone to speak into that reality to say, yep, okay, there are problems here. And you know what? That's an opportunity for us to refocus. What is God doing here? How do we remember what Christ is up to in our midst? Um, So yeah, a lot of of reading from the epistles this summer. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and as you remember, in the New Testament, right, it's like a collection, it's like a library of different types of writing. So you have the Gospels, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then you have these collections of these letters. Um, interesting, this book, Hebrew, this letter here, it doesn't start like the other ones. The other ones kind of have that formal kind of beginning, but I just wanted to give you a taste of how it starts. This is Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in the last days, he has spoken to us by 
a son. See, like that even starts mm-hmm. differently yeah. than that's kind the of, setup. Yeah, it's like kind of almost Star Wars, right? <laughs> Long ago. I love that. It's beautiful. <laughs> where did Steven? Where did they get yeah. that? Where did George Lucas get that idea? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but in some sense, that's kind of what it's trying to say. Is like, yes, it God spoke through the prophets to God's people because that's what God is doing is building a people. But then now we're kind of naming the fact that He's spoken to through a son, mm-hmm. and whom He appointed heir of all things, the recipient of all things mm. through the created world. What a what a beautiful thing and then verse 3 it says he is a reflection of God's glory Ooh. and the exact imprint of God's very being mm-hmm. what do you guys hear when you yeah. well, that's really wow and right right <laughs> away right whoever wrote this book which we don't uh, we don't really know we don't know for sure who wrote Hebrews historically it's attributed to Paul because just so much of the New Testament is attributed mm-hmm. to Paul uh, it's it's kind of unlikely that it was actually him though um, definitely written in sort of that tradition of encouragement and um, and and faithfulness um, but I'm, I'm hearing the author right away trying to say, look, people, I'm, I'm calling you back to Jesus here. Yeah, I'm, I'm redirecting you to Jesus here. You, the, the, it's important for you to keep your eyes focused there, wherever it is you're going. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Jewish author writing to um, Jews who were, the, some of the commentaries suggest they were considering going back to the Jewish faith. Hmm. And... Um, the author, I think, is reminding them, um, you know, we're, the theme word of progression kind of comes to mind, that there's been a progression in in God revealing himself and his plan for the world. And Jesus is that installment of, you know, the how, how is it worded again? The very, the exact imprint of God's very being. So mm-hmm. he's just reminding, or the author is just reminding the listeners uh, that, God has done a new thing here, and He's revealed Himself mm-hmm. in the form of a Son. And that's that's new, and it's not a detour. It's not a distraction. It's not a fluke. Like this is yeah. this is part of what God has always been doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we're as humans, we're just now realizing that. Yeah, know, <laughs> we can't know God's ways. Right. And even sometimes you don't. What? No. I thought all pastors did. I thought I was the only one who didn't. Gosh. My ways are not your ways. Oh, I feel like that was written someplace. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm so Says glad the I Lord. have. Glad I have like, the maps on my phone now because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. my ways are always bad ways. Typically, <laughs> um, my ways trying are to find things in the old good. GPS parlance. Uh, turn around when possible. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the only ways I know. Yeah, yeah. Eagle, you turn. <laughs> Some people have this like innate sense of direction, though, Mm-mm. right? That kind of sense of like north. Right. <laughs> like, how do you know that? It's like I just know it in my being. <laughs> it's like yeah, never. Exactly. I have literally never had that. No. Nope. Nope. No. Uh, yeah. And so to you know, bring it back to the text Which for today. Which is why God sent. Amen. See, yes. Wow. Because wow, humans don't know the way, and <laughs> Jesus is. is the way. And there it is. Boom. Turn all the tables. We're done okay. here. Thanks. It was a nice podcast. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, do you want me to read the text, though? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, please do. Um, yeah, so keeping in mind that that prelude, right? Like keeping in mind this whole like, remember that prelude. Jesus is the way it's supposed to be going. This mm-hmm. is the reading from Hebrews chapter 3, starting right at the top of the first verse. Therefore, brothers and sisters, holy partners in a heavenly calling, consider that Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession, was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. 
Yet Jesus is worthy of more glory than Moses, just as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now, Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that would be spoken later. Christ, however, was faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house if we hold firm the confidence and the pride that belong to hope. Ooh, hang, so hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. New things, wow. new things can be So many songs went through my head there yep, when you said yep, hang on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right? It's almost like it's an evocative theme of being human. There, mm, right? Yes. It's, and we I want to go back to what we know. I know. And that and that we don't, we think that our, our hardships now are some kind of like fluke and it means we've done something wrong. And obviously, if we just go backwards uh, and go back to what we knew yes. and what was safe, we will obviously no longer experience hardship when hard times are part of being human. Like that is, right. that is what life is. Um, I look at this, I, I've, I've used the, the phrase throw pillow theology before, like the um, a little verse that you'd, you'd cross stitch on a nice little throw pillow, <laughs> uh, but inevitably use out of context. <laughs> And so Everybody, just, do make a pillow for Pastor Megan's office. <laughs> please, with this on the throw pillow. Please find as random a verse as possible, um, taken in the worst amount of context as humanly possible. But this verse: "For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God." I feel like I've seen that on a million lovely little samplers um, on people's walls next to the front door. And do not let me talk you out of having that by your door if that's what you've got. What I'm saying is that the context matters here, right? It's the reason that that verse is being said is this wider picture of if we think about God as being the source behind all things, all things happen because God makes it be so, then if we're expanding that metaphor, there's this idea of Moses as one who participated in the building because he was serving God, but Jesus as one who participates in the building of this house because he is the son of God. Just right. like that difference, that weightedness in sort of responsibility and investment. So the author right. of Hebrews is, is saying to these people, do not, do not go back on what you've known and trusted in Jesus just because things have gotten hard. Let me assure you, Jesus is always who he said he was and it is worth holding on it is worth that endurance yep yeah that's it done Woo! now we can throw the tables around <laughs> i think it's just powerful to to recognize that that again you're centering the the way that we talk about god is that god is again the subject of the verbs mm, right we've said that so many times maybe i need to put that on a throw pillow <laughs> it's true though i forget it all the time i yeah. mean i've spent i can spend a week with my nose to the grindstone on all sorts of different projects we're starting to like landscape at our home oh, and good like, no, no, it's hard. <laughs> no, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's good work, but it's hard. And it, but it's transformative, right? Yeah. But again, the whole thing is that it's easy to think that this is our effort at some level. And what the scripture is trying to remind us is that even in the midst of whatever struggle you have in your life, whatever project you're working on, is that at the center of all of that, right, is God. I mean, we are a, a, a group that says the first commandment is by far the most. We have to fear, love, and trust God above all things, mm -hmm. above all things. Mm -hmm. And that's just very easy to get 
confused by that along when you have a busy week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I had a, a faith mentor who used to contend that really the only problem humans ever have is the first commandment. Mm-hmm. Like every other problem comes from that. You get that one in line and everything else is fine. Mm-hmm. But but the problem that most often comes is that we, we just can't make God our God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's this what, what Hebrews is kind of calling us back to here. Like yep. God is your God. God is the builder. God is the one making these things happen. You can trust that. You can mm-hmm. have hope in that promise. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We yeah. are his house. Mm. Yes, we are. Hmm. What does that mean? We are his house. I mean, <laughs> isn't that kind of amazing to think that that's it's kind of like being like, this is who you are. You are a part of God's house. So at some level, I mean, that gives us such a, a beautiful gift to be able to welcome people mm. and to and to invite them into kind of the journey of following Jesus. I mean, that's that's baptism. That's you know part of that too. So it reminds me of the reading from a couple weeks ago about the living stones. Mm. Oh yeah, we, that's how we are part of the house that God is building. Jesus is the cornerstone and all each and every one of us members of this congregation, we've been put together by God to build this house in in the places that we're in. So, yeah, that just that image comes to mind and and it I keep thinking too as you guys are talking that all of this is also a promise. Um, so that this this isn't just like these aren't instructions mm-hmm. for how we will be God's house. It's a reminder that we are. And I guess I was thinking that like in terms of the project you're talking, when we're when we're doing what God has gifted us and called us and sent us out in the world to do, even when we're not aware of it, just each day that God gives you life, you are living. Uh, you're you're the hands and feet of Christ through your life. You're mm-hmm. and here at Easter you're part of the house that God has built and we can trust that that yeah. we're a part of it and that God is at work. And I, I, I we are part of what God is building, right? Yeah. Like I just want to make we do sure our own things but right. ultimately we're part of what God is doing. Right. And it's not about like, you know, Pastor Kevin is building this house or Pastor Eric is building this house or not even Pastor Megan. <laughs> like anything that that we do as a community as in individuals, anything that our ministries and studies point us towards, it is always in being faithful to the work that that God has called us to, being part of this building that God is already doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's it's not about any one of us, but we are all of us a part of it, mm-hmm. um, which I love, right? I, 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 lo- <laughs> I love that it's not about me. Mm-hmm. I love that I don't have to carry that weight. I love that, you know, I don't have to be so full of my own ego to think that, um, you know, I'm the one who's building this house no 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 no. it's god it is god and i am free to follow that mission day to day week to week um gosh i just think that's i just think that's a good word and and that's what you're saying about the first commandment is really the irony of keeping the first commandment is just trusting it's just letting go and knowing that god is faithful no i don't want to let go I prefer <laughs> I would like ridiculous to, control. I would like to exactly. choke the life around me with you, my guys. tight fist. What? No. God, <laughs> stop being a preacher. You, stop preaching God. at me. Stop saying good news, he's Pastor pre- Eric. He's preaching at us now. <laughs> Are you hearing this? Pastors don't want to be preached to. <laughs> 
This will be taken out of context. Heal thyself. Yes. There it is. There it is. Yes. It's this, I mean, it's this wonderful reminder, right? Because like you'll hear Moses name checked all through this passage, right? And it's because the, I think sometimes we tend to forget that Moses was so important uh, to our ancestors Mm -hmm. in faith because he is the one who eventually brought the law, right? Like it starts with with freeing um, the Hebrew people from slavery in Egypt and moves them into the wilderness. And then he receives the law and then the, the people move on without him into the promised land. And so Moses holds this like really high revered spot. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be really easy to say like, oh, we're here because of Moses. Mm-hmm. Or like Moses is the one that's more important. Mm-hmm. Moses did this for us. And the author of Hebrews is like, yeah, big as Moses he was, he yeah. did great. He's mm-hmm. a big deal. And he is not God. Right. Mm-hmm. He might bring the law, but it is God who makes the law. Mm -hmm. And so to continue to tie Jesus, and Jesus is the son of God, Jesus is God too. And so you can continue to trust Mm -hmm. that promise. You don't have to eliminate Moses, but put him in his proper place when it comes to the work that God is doing Mm -hmm. among us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even if Moses is part of the foundation, Mm. Christ is the cornerstone, we're the living stones. There you go. It's still a really important part, but it was not the end of of God's revealing. Jesus was. Yeah. Well, and and we trust that God continues to do that work of revealing among us today, that in the Holy Spirit, we continue to be led. uh, We continue to be encouraged and supported for whatever it is that God continues to call us to. You can count on it. Amen. Amen. (laughs) This has been the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone.